exemption from calamity by God's mercy. God has a way of hiding his people and delivering them from calamity because of his mercy. Amen? Are we together with you? I will be talking about exemption for quite some time. To be exempted is to be forgiven. Is to be removed from being is from be removed from being like somebody who is exempted from paying tax. You are you are not you are not penalized. You are you 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 you, you are just you are you are just given a, a, you are just waived it's, it's to be waived something is waived we're not going to pay it you are exempted there are things many things that are happening and there is something that i read from the book of isaiah 65 verses 8 isaiah 65 verses 8 thus says the lord as the new wine is found in the cluster and one says do not destroy it for the blessing is in it so will i do for my servant sake that i may not destroy them all that i may not destroy them all just the way the new wine is not destroyed that is what the bible is talking about and i want to and i want us to, and I have, as i have told you I want us to understand that so will I do for my uh, for for my servant for the sake no, I will not destroy them all. In the book of Psalms, fifty-seven, verses one. In the book of Psalms, this is our key scripture. This is what we have come to share to, to, from tonight. Psalms, fifty-seven, verses one. The book of Psalms, chapter fifty-seven. And verses 1, the Bible says, Be merciful to me, O God. Be merciful to me, for my soul trusts in you. And in the shadow of your wings, I will make my refuge until this calamity have passed by. Amen? Until these calamities. So when we talk about exemption, from calamity by God's mercy. The writer of Psalm is telling God, be merciful to me, O God, be merciful to me, for my soul trusts in you, and in the shadow of your wings, I will make my refuge until these calamities have passed by. There are many calamities that surround humanity. There are many calamities that are, that, that are in operation to destroy people's vision, destiny, and life. But God's mercy can save you or secure you or exempt you from those calamities. And today, I want us to share, I'll be, I'll be dealing with exemption. Exemption from calamity by God's mercy. Hallelujah. Did you hear what I said? Exemption from calamity by 
by God's mercy. What what is calamity refers to disastrous event or extreme misfortune. Calamity calamity refers calamity refers to disastrous event or extreme misfortune marked by when we talk of calamity we, calamity refers to disastrous disastrous event or extreme misfortune that are marked by great loss that are marked by great loss are marked by sorrow disaster calamity refer to disastrous event or extreme misfortune marked by great loss sorrow disaster lasting distress lasting distress 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 that is continuous severe severe affliction severe affliction severe affliction deep trouble or misery deep or misery i want to say it slowly because when you capture this you understand when we are talking that god's mercy has already exempted us from calamities Amen. Did we say so? We have said it is what? It refers to disastrous event. Calamity refers to disastrous event or extreme misfortune that are marked by great loss, sorrow, disaster, lasting distress, severe severe affliction, deep trouble or misery. It's on the screen. Thank you, the, the person on the, on the other side. So, if we want to look, if we, if we look at calamity, if we look at the life of Job, or we read the book of Revelation, the whole chapter 12, you will see what calamity is. Every one of us understands the kind of life Job went through and the calamity he went through. And I want you to know, I want you to know, we need to understand something. That the devil would want you to be in calamity. But God's mercy is available to exempt you from those calamities. In the name of the Lord. In the book of Samuel, chapter 2, verses 9. Samuel, chapter 2, verses 9. First Samuel, first Samuel, chapter 2, verses 9. Uh, he will guard the feet of his saint, but the wicked shall be silent in darkness for by strength no man shall prevail for by strength no man shall prevail can you put kjv the little kjv kjv say can we read together with you he will keep the feet of his saint and the wicked shall be silent in darkness for by strength shall no man prevail it is the strength of a man cannot keep him from the dangers that are prevailing in our, in, our, in, our, in, our, in our time. Only by God's grace 
Only God can keep the feet of the saint. Amen. Only by God's grace, only by God's mercy that we can be stable. The strength of a man will fail. Anyone who will use his strength as a human being will fail. But anyone who will depend on the mercies of God, he will keep his feet. He will keep his feet. What does the Bible say in the book of Psalms 127? I want to read some few scriptures so that, beloved, when calamities come, how to, how to escape and how the exemption uh, must come from the Lord. Only God can, can be able to deliver us. Can we, can we read together with you? One, two, three. Except the Lord build the house, the labor, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman wicked, but in vain. Amen? Only God, only God can save, can exempt you from calamities. And there are a lot of calamities. There are sicknesses. There are diseases. There are accidents. There are wickedness. There, are, there is witchcraft. There, are, there is hatred. There is negative competition. There are demonic attack. There, are, there is harassment. All those, all those evil and wickedness that is happening, only God's mercy can save us from these calamities to the glory of God. Hallelujah. What, what would help us? Biblical, how, how, what are biblical condition for exemption from biblical, ex, biblical condition for exemption or how, how, how biblically can we be saved from calamity? Number one is by the masses of God, by the masses of the Lord. We are saved from calamities by God's mercy. We are saved from calamity by having taking refuge under the shadow of his wing. Did the Bible say so in the book of in the book of Isaiah? In the shadow of his wing. We we, we are saved, we, we are exempted from calamity by by the shadow, by taking refuge under the shadow of of his wing. Number three, by trusting in God. But I want us to measure exemption by God's mercy. Amen? We will still come and see how, how God exempts us through when we are under his shadow and through when we trust in him. But today, by God's grace, I want us to go through huh? and see how we are exempted from calamity by masses, by God's mercy. Amen? Mercy is the compassion or forgiveness shown toward someone. Mercy is compassion. I want you to write this. It is so important for you to read it because it will help you understand what we are talking about. Mercy is, mercy is the compassion or forgiveness shown toward someone who, whom it is within one's power to punish. Mercy is the compassion or forgiveness 
shown toward someone whom it is within one's power to punish or harm. Somebody who has power to punish and harm, he can show forgiveness. It's a compassion. You receive compassion or forgiveness. That is, you are, you are shown that compassion. I say again, mercy is the compassion or forgiveness shown toward someone whom it is within one's power to punish or harm. When somebody has power to punish or harm and he show you compassion, then he has shown you mercy. Amen? And I want you to know, until God remember mercy, he won't help us or he, we, we won't come out of calamity. It is only by God's mercy that we are delivered from calamities. In the book of Psalms, in the book of Luke, chapter 1, verses 54, the book of Luke, chapter 1, verses 54, the book of Luke, chapter 1, verses 54, Luke, chapter 1, verses 54, read it together with you, 1, 2, 3, he has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of of his mercy. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. If there is something that will help us to operate and walk with the anointing of the great catch is God's mercy. May God show you his mercy. May God show you his mercy. May you find mercy in the name of the Lord. May God's mercy be your portion tonight in the name of Jesus. Those that will never, there are people, people that will never receive mercy. Let me show you examples of people who will never receive mercy. A number of people that will never receive mercy. Those who seek idol. Number one, those who will not receive God's mercy. This is a way that, that you can be sure that you will not receive God's mercy. People who seek idol. Those who will never receive mercy. Those that will never receive mercy, number one. Those who seek idol. I-D-O-L, idol. They worship idol or they seek idol. The book of Jonah, chapter 2, verses 8. Can we read together with you? One, two, three. What does it say? Those who regard worthless idol forsake their own mercy. If you, if you, if you, if you are, a, if you are, a, if you are a, a person trusting in object, in shams, in idol, your help is coming from an idol, or from a, from a spirit, or from a shrine, or from an evil altar. You may not, you will not receive mercy. Those who seek Jesus, those who seek God shall find mercy. Amen? Look at your neighbor, your neighbor, neighbor. It's good to serve God. It's good to serve with the open heart. And it's good to trust in God. Don't seek idol. Don't be an idol worshiper. Don't worship things or people or situation or circumstances. Worship the living God. Hallelujah. They that those people who seek, they forsake their own, they, they forsake their own, they forsake their own, 
uh, their own mercy because of seeking idol. Number two, those who are not merciful. If you are not merciful yourself, you will not receive mercy. You will not, you will not, you will be, you will not, you will not, you will not connect to God's mercy. If you are not merciful yourself, you must be merciful for you to receive mercy. If you don't show people mercy, if you are a merciless man, this woman, you are a person who have no regard for people. You don't show people. You are not. You don't feel with people. You don't. You, you don't have mercy. If you don't show mercy, you will not receive mercy. Are we together with you? In the book of James, chapter two, verses thirteen. The book of James, chapter two, verses thirteen. Hallelujah. Are we together? Can we read together? One, two, three. For judgment is without mercy to the one who has shown no mercy. For judgment is without mercy to the one who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumph over mercy triumph over judgment. If you show mercy, you will receive mercy. Amen? And everyone in your life, in your level, in your situation, you have a situation. It will always, you will always get in a moment when you are supposed to show mercy. I come to you in the name of the Lord. May God show you mercy. May you show mercy so that you can also be shown mercy. Some of the people will struggle in life because they have no mercy. They have no mercy. They don't care what happened to you. They don't care what you feel. They don't care what you will go through. They have no, it doesn't, it doesn't bother them. They leave you for dead. They have no, they have no, they have no heart for you. I, came, I come to you as a servant of God. May God show you mercy. And may, also, may you also show people mercy. Those who deserve your mercy, show them mercy. Show them mercy and you receive mercy in the name of the Lord. And I want you to know, and I want you to know, there is no, there is no sins and iniquity that mercy cannot break or undo. Blessed be the name of the Lord. There is no sin or iniquity that mercy cannot undo. Any sin, any iniquity, in the presence of God's mercy, that sins can be forgiven. Those iniquities can be broken. Even if there is a pattern of evil in your family, that evil in the presence of God's mercy, it can be broken. May you receive God's mercy tonight. May you receive God's mercy tonight. And may God's mercy undo the calamities, the calamity that have been tormenting and holding your family hostage for a long time. May God's mercy change the story of your family in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey, or you, let, me, let me share with you some few points that are very important about mercy. Mercy heals and mercy restores. Mercy heals and mercy restores. That is A. I want to say A, B, C, D, A. Yeah. I want to show you that there is nothing mercy cannot do. And A, mercy heals, mercy 
restores. Psalms 6 verses 2. Psalms 6 verses 2. Let's read together with you. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am weak, O Lord. Heal me, for my bone are troubled. Amen? For my bone. So mercy heals. Mercy restores. Hallelujah. If you receive God's mercy, you shall be healed. The, the sick shall be healed by God's mercy. May God show you mercy. May God show you mercy. And may you receive healing by God's mercy. Number B. Mercy undo affliction. Mercy undo desolation and affliction. Mercy undo desolation and affliction. Mercy undo desolation and affliction. Exactly. Mercy undo desolation and affliction. This is what mercy can do. Mercy undo desolation and affliction. In Psalms 25 verse 16. Psalms 25 verse 16. Let's read together with you. One, two, three. Turn yourself to me and have mercy on me for I am desolate and afflicted. I am desolate and afflicted. Any man that is desolate and is in affliction, other affliction, you need God's mercy. Turn your mercy to me, O God, for I am desolate and afflicted. It is by God's, it is through God's mercy that the desolate and the afflicted are restored into their normal life to the glory of God. Mercy undo desolation and affliction. And anyone in this meeting that you have gone through affliction, I came to pronounce God's mercy over your life. You shall no longer be in desolation. You shall no longer be at affliction. The, your affliction and desolation is hereby undone by, by, by the power of God's mercy. God's mercy is going to change every affliction in Jesus' name. God's mercy is enough for you to, be, to come out of every desolation and every affliction. Number C, the best prayer to pray when one is in trouble is the prayer of mercy. Number C, the best prayer to pray when you, when one is in trouble, is the prayer of mercy. Hallelujah. The prayer of mercy is the best prayer to pray. Because the prayer of mercy will change your situation. In the book of Psalms 31 and verses 9. The best prayer and verses 9. Psalms 31 verses 9. Are we together with you? Let's read together with you. One, two, three. Have mercy on me, 
O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eyes waste away with the grief. Yes, my soul and my body. Anyone who is in trouble, you need the prayer of mercy. When you wake up, when you sleep, when you gather and you realize you are in a season of trouble, don't pray another prayer. Pray the prayer of mercy. David said, have mercy on me for I am in trouble. And when God comes with his mercy in your trouble, that trouble will vanish away. I speak the masses of God over your life. Anyone in trouble listening to this voice, wherever you are, I pronounce God's mercy in the battlefront, in the troubled situation, in the situation you are in, I pronounce God's mercy. May you receive God's mercy. Mercy is the best prayer that you can pray when you are in trouble. May God show you mercy in your troubled time. Number D. To receive mercy, you must pray for mercy. Hallelujah. To receive mercy, you must pray for mercy. Number D. To receive mercy, you must pray for mercy. To receive mercy, you must pray for mercy. D. To receive mercy, you must pray for mercy. In Psalms 86 and verses 5. Psalms 86 and verses 5. Psalms 86 and verses 5. I want us to read together with you. We are talking about exemption from calamity by God's mercy. Amen? Exemption from calamity by God's mercy. God's mercy will heal you and will restore you. God's mercy will take you out of your trouble. God's mercy is what you need for you to be hopeful again to the glory of God. Can we read it together with you? One, two, three. For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and abundant in mercy to all those who call upon you. To all those. So God's mercy is available for men and women that call for him for mercy. So for you to receive mercy, you have to call him in prayer. For you to receive mercy, you have to pray for mercy. He said, for you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and abundant in mercy to all who call you hey, upon you. May you call God for mercy. Tonight, we are going to call God for mercy. We have wasted many years without serving God. We have wasted many years without being the people God wanted us to be. We have gone through so many pain and we did not know that we can call for God's mercy. Tonight, we are going to call for God's mercy. 
for his presence to make a difference in our ministry to the glory of God. May God's mercy follow up, fall upon your life. As you call God for mercy, may he open doors for his mercy to be available in your family, in the place of your work, in your marriage. May you receive God's mercy. Tonight is a night of God's mercy. And by God's mercy, every calamity is going to be exempted.